Cinema Soft Underbelly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Cinema's Soft Underbelly. I'm your host, Eugene Weaver, and this episode uh, we are dealing with two movies, two movies that I thoroughly enjoy. And uh, before I get started, I wanted to just let you guys know what the show is all about. Uh, this is our fifth uh, episode, and uh, if, if you've been listening, you know what it's about. If this is your first time tuning in, this show uh, focuses primarily on obscure, hard-to-find, uh, grindhouse movies, kind of got uh, pushed under the rug, lost, gems, um, not only do I focus on older movies that I thoroughly love or that have uh, an interesting backstory, but I also focus on some newer stuff too. In fact, uh, the previous episode, one before this, I focused on the uh, and almost the entire Hellraiser series. Um, so for this episode, I'm going to be focusing on two movies from 1980. So we're now we're going back to the golden age of the horror movie. Um, my personal... Uh, favorite genre is obviously the horror the horror movies but in the horror movie realm some of my favorite types of of uh horror movies are euro horror from the late 70s early 80s uh something about them as well as uh, the slasher movie i i love a good slasher movie be it from from the states here or from across the pond i love slasher movies however today's movies uh, are not slasher movies, but they are equally as fun. One is a science fiction slash horror movie, and the other one is just complete Z-grade uh, Italian fun. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to get started. The first movie I'm going to be talking about today is a movie from Luigi Cazzi called Contamination. And Contamination was made in 1980, and... Uh, this director, Luigi uh, Cazzi, he's also known in the States here as Louis uh, Coates, C-O-A-T-E-S. So I'm guessing it's pronounced Coates, but it could be Coates, I'm not sure. But anyway, that's his American name. And a lot of, a lot of these Italian directors uh, or European directors, to make it more uh, accessible for the American audience and American studios, they would get, along with their... Uh, Italian acting counterparts, they would get Americanized names, which I think is is really, really funny. Uh, Joe D'Amato is another one that he always had uh, different American names. Uh, and I, I understand the reasoning. Now it's like, why in the world would you even consider that? That's so silly. But, you know, hearing Louis Coetz or whatever, however you pronounce his last name, sounds more... Oh, okay. That's that's a good old American versus Luigi Cazzi. Uh But Luigi Cazzi, he also made Star Crash, which I believe that uh, Shout Factory released on Blu-ray. Uh, I have not personally seen that, but I hear it's uh, pretty bad. I think that might have been on Mystery Science Theater, actually. Uh, he also did Hercules with uh, Lou Fregno, so there's that. But his real claim to fame was Contamination, uh, and it came out in 1980, like I said. Uh, obviously cashing in on... Now, while the storyline is totally different than Alien, than uh, Ridley Scott's Alien, it is cashing in on on that premise with 
uh, an alien creature hiding inside of someone's body and bursting out. However, this is set here on Earth. Uh, it's uh, it's filmed uh, somewhere in the Caribbean or somewhere in in South America. Uh, but before I get into the whole storyline, I'm just going to give just a little bit more uh, story on the movie itself as far as uh, who acted in it and all that good stuff. The special effects were done by Giovanni Corridori, and he actually did the special effects, or he helped with special effects on Gangs of New York, Cliffhanger, uh, Dario Argento's The Stendhal Syndrome, Godfather 3, Leviathan, Tenebrae, Lucio Fulci's Zombie, and The Man With No Name Trilogy. So... Uh, that's to me that falls under bigger name special effects artist, and rightly so. The special effects for what is essentially a very very low budget Italian splatter movie are really really good. They're the reason to watch the movie. Um, so there's the special effects, which I'm going to cover that in a little bit in in more detail. This is also uh, the stars of this movie. Well, I'm going to say the star because there's one. There's one guy in particular who elevates the movie from being complete Z-grade to having some some acting chops featured in the movie. And that would be uh, Ian McCulloch. And Ian McCulloch also did Zombie and uh, Lucio Fulci's Zombie. He had actually had three movies that he did in Italy. And he's from the UK, I believe. Uh, and he did three movies that are all cult classics. Uh, and then he never did another uh, Italian horror movie again, to my knowledge. But the three that he did are great. Uh, so the, this one here, I zombie Lucio Fulci's Zombie, which I actually hit on that in pretty heavy detail over on my, uh, my sister show, Movie Freaks. Um, so I'm going to be focusing on the other two movies that, that Ian was in, and Contamination is one of them. Uh... So he's he actually uh, he actually is a very good actor. Uh, he was on, in a ton of stuff back in the seventies, and I'm not sure. I, he, by now he's fairly old. I'm not sure if he's still if he's still uh, doing a whole lot of work now. But back then he did uh, quite a bit of work. Uh, but as far as horror movies, there was only a few that he did. But he was really good in them. Um, so contamination. Here's the storyline. Uh, this ship pulls into New York Harbor. Uh, with no one on board, and the police find a cargo full of green pulsating eggs. Of course, what? Would, why would you not find that on a ship that pulls into New York Harbor? Um, upon contact, the eggs explode, spreading a green acid-like substance that seeps into the skin and explodes. Uh, it's later discovered that the eggs are being manufactured in South America by a one-eyed Martian that uh, grew from a tiny seed a former astronaut brought back from an expedition to Mars. And if it sounds crazy and awesome, yeah, it is. It's crazy and awesome. Um, uh, granted, again, you know, we're not. It's it's not a crew of space explorers being hunted down on a spaceship by an alien, but uh, the, there is a similar premise there, and you can just tell that they're they're channeling they're channeling alien with this thing. Um, but like I said earlier, the special effects are one of the main reasons to watch it because when these things explode out of uh, out of very bad, badly dubbed and poor Italian actors' uh, chests. It is just geysers of ooey-gooey, sick gore. I love it. Um, the music is great. Uh, the music um, is Goblin, of course, uh, which uh, 
Goblin is still making music. They were kind of one of the premier, one of the premier bands back in the day making music for these Italian horror productions. They did a ton of stuff for, especially Dario Argento, ton of stuff for him. Um, but they also did the music for Contamination, and it's it's really good. And it, again, it's just another another thing that elevates this movie is the really cool synthesizer music in it. Um, the movie starts out with a bang, I, I, as I just said, you know, with the synopsis here. It starts out really, really good. Uh, and now, there, here's my here's where things go kind of south to me. Um, the movie seems to drag significantly once they actually get to South America. There's a lot of investigating, also known as padding the movie, um, which is fine. It's still, you know, you're enjoying. Um, the whole early 80s feel you're enjoying the music you're enjoying the the hammy acting that's going on and the investigating um there's a scene with a lady in her hotel room and there's an egg in there and the egg's ready to explode and she's trying to get out and it's uh it goes on for far too long uh, however it's still it's still enjoyable and it's you know it's suspenseful enough um but Towards the end, things go completely crazy, especially when we are introduced to the One-Eyed Martian. Uh, and I did a little research on the movie, and, and I love the Martian, by the way, in it. it it's hysterical. Uh, but they didn't have uh, they didn't have enough funds to make that thing look as good as it should have, and so it looks really, really uh, odd. I guess is the word to say. Um, fake and odd but it's something about it is still just really really cool um it it it, there's a mind control thing going on and uh ingesting bodies and it's so wacko and bizarro and gross uh, all while being quite funny uh, so anyway i thoroughly enjoyed contamination it's not on blu-ray uh, but it is on DVD, and um, I highly recommend you you hunt down a copy of it, check it out. I, I can't wait for this thing to be released on, on Blu-ray, because I believe it is uh, at some point or another. I think that Blue Underground uh, has the rights to it, uh, so I would guess that eventually uh, it, this will get a Blu-ray release. Um, so, big thumbs up from me. Obviously, if you're... If you're uh, seeking this type of thing out just know what you're getting into and that is you know that that certain type of italian splatter movie from the early 80s uh, that that you have to appreciate if you don't get into that stuff it's very italian Uh, even set in new york it's still very italian um so speaking of italian this is going to bring us to the next movie and this one here I've watched actually much more than Contamination, mainly because I do have it on Blu-ray. And this is uh, more comical than Contamination because it's so bad. Uh, contamination was actually, there's there's some, some things in Contamination that, that definitely elevate it from your typical Z-grade uh, splatter movie. This one here is Z-grade splatter movie through and through. Um, so... Basically, uh, Zombie Holocaust is is the movie, and I'm gonna go through there. I've got a bunch of notes here that I wanna I wanna go through. It is 
a blast. I'll just say that right now. Um, I might even be jumping around because there's so many notes that I want to hit on. So I might, I might jump around, but bear with me. I'm going to tell you about this movie because I think you should see it. I love the thing, and I think you will too if you're listening to this show. Uh, first of all, this movie was made in 1980. Uh, here in the States, back in the day, it was known as Dr. Butcher, M.D., and that stands for Medical Deviant in the big box VHS case. I'm not sure which company released it, uh, possibly Amicus. I'm not sure 100%, but regardless, uh, I actually used to have a copy of it. I gave it to a friend of mine, actually uh, my co-host on Movie Freaks. So he still has that, which I would say anybody out there that has has a big box uh, movie of not just this, but uh, any of the old uh, 70s, 80s big box cases, uh, definitely keep those. Those are fast becoming worth money because they're getting more and more hard to find and rare. So those are collector's items. So just throwing that out there. Uh, this movie here, uh, it actually has a, uh, a different intro that was filmed for the American release that was from a completely different movie that was scrapped. And that was called Terrors That Will Tear Your Heart Out. Uh, and that's that was the actual introduction or the, the opening credits for Zombie Holocaust uh, that that we here in America, I guess, that was that was supposed to be better than than uh, the Italian version, which I got to say on the Blu-ray here, it actually has scenes from that as the opening credits, like to show you what it was like. And it's not bad. It's it's very different and it makes it it makes no sense. And there's no reason for it to be in this movie. But that, of course, that adds to its charm. Um so, um, this movie also stars Ian McCulloch, and this is his his three different movies that he was in, almost back to back to back in Italy. Uh, Zombie, and then it was uh, Zombie Holocaust, and then Contamination. I believe those that was the order that they went in. Um, and, and he, I, I've I've listened to interviews with with Ian, and uh, I think he appreciates the fact that these are cult classics at this point, and that they actually have followings. More so than probably any of his other stuff that he did, but I think that he still sees them as um, Z-grade junk. I'm pretty sure that Zombie Holocaust was his favorite uh, that he worked on just because of the the conditions that it was shot in. I think that I I, believe, I don't want to say for sure, but I'm pretty sure that that Zombie Holocaust was the one that he enjoyed the most working on. Uh, which interestingly enough, the the sets, most of the sets for Zombie Holocaust were actually used on Lucio Fulci's Zombie. So um, there was a lot of the stuff was reused, especially like the the church that's featured very prominently in the end of Zombie was actually uh, the church in or the the hospital, I guess you could say you could call it in Zombie Holocaust. And there's a couple other scenes in in Holocaust that you'll you'll recognized from Lucio Fulci's much superior uh, zombie. So, uh, Zombie Holocaust was directed by Marino Girolami. And uh, he has a ton of Italian movies that he made listed on IMDb. And uh, most of which I don't recognize. There's a couple that I'm like, oh, okay, I think I may have heard of that one. But they're... This was his claim to fame, Zombie Holocaust. Um, I told you it already starred. It starred Ian McCullen, Ian McCulloch, and it also stars. Uh, there's some other people that you may recognize if you're into this type of thing. Uh, there's a female actress in it that that uh, she's been featured in some other 
uh, Italian movies like this. But the main person that I'd like to hit on, and, and honestly, he's probably the the biggest reason to watch the movie, uh, and that would be Donald O'Brien. He was in uh, Inglorious Bastards, the original Inglorious Bastards, Four of the Apocalypse, which is a Lucio Fulci movie, um, and he was also in a spaghetti western called Kioma, and uh, that was that's actually on a, a two-pack uh, Blu-ray that I that I've got, and it's a really 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 good movie. Highly recommend watching that movie. He's a bad guy in it, and he's a great he's a great villain. So uh, check that one out. Uh, but he's the mad doctor in this movie. He is the Doctor Butcher, MD. That's that's Donald O'Brien's character. So I'm going to give you a quick a quick synopsis here of what this thing is actually about. Uh, New York City, uh, hospital worker is found to have been devouring bodies in the morgue. Morgue assistant and anthropology expert Lori, that's the uh, the lady that I, the Italian actress that I had spoken of uh, earlier, she uh, discovers that this guy was from Asia, from uh, from the Asian uh, Maluka Islands, where she grew up, and Dr. Peter Chandler, which is Ian McCulloch, he uh, he investigates, and he and Lori discover that similar corpse mutilations have occurred in other city hospitals where immigrants from this, re- from this region are working. Peter leads an expedition to the islands to investigate, where he liaisons with Dr. Obrero, and Dr. Obrero is Dr. O, uh, uh, Dr. O'Brien, I think is what he's also known as. Uh, that, that's Donald O'Brien's character, but um, I, I'm pretty sure that they refer to him as O'Brien in the movie once or twice too. I could be wrong, but I'm I know that there there are so many errors in this movie. It, it has to be seen to be believed. Um, uh, included are his assistant George, uh, George's eager journalist girlfriend Susan, Lori, local boatsman Matola uh, Malota, or Malada. I'm, I'm I'm not sure how you pronounce that. I, it's been a little while since I've seen the movie. Uh, assigned by Obrero, so you know that that the boatsman is is up to no good because he's in cahoots with Obrero and uh, three other guys. The crew are hunted by cannibals and zombies. Yes, folks, there are cannibals and there are zombies in this thing. What more could you ask for? Uh, the latter created by the sinister Doctor Obrero, who is experienced who is experimenting with corpses. Lori is accepted as queen of the cannibals and sends them off against the mad scientist and his zombie army. And again, I'm, I'm giving you a synopsis of the almost the entire movie. Trust me when I say I'm not spoiling anything for you here by saying kind of what's, what comes down the line in the movie. Because you're really... You're not watching this movie for, for fantastic plot debel- development and, oh, I can't wait to see how this ends. It, you're just watching it because it's... More than likely you're watching it because it's... Silly, funny, gory, and just they don't make them like they used to type of thing. Um, so there's the storyline. Uh, the The main reason this movie was made is because of the success of, of Zombie 2 immediately. There was a lot of hype on Zombie. I said Zombie 2. That's what it was known as over in Italy, Zombie 2, to capitalize on uh, Dawn of the Dead, Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Uh, but it was made primarily because of that. Um so the producer decided to cash in on that. He re- basically he he took 
Fulci's zombie storyline, and he also threw some cannibals in there, and bada-bing, zombie holocaust. Um, it's it's funny, the, uh, the zombies in this movie, they don't actually eat anybody. The... Uh, the cannibals do, of course, but the zombies don't. The zombies are are almost like bodyguards, and it's so weird, uh, just bizarro. The special effects are just, just crazy gross, but not near as well done as what you would find in Fulci's own zombie and even Contamination. These are low rent effects, but they are effective. Very, very, very effective. Um, Couple, uh, couple notes here. It's, it's mainly focusing on effects right now. The highlight of the movie is a motorboat propeller being fired up and plunged right into a zombie's face. And yes, it is fake, but man, is it gross. And uh, also there's a scene with some zombies digging a native's eye out in very graphic detail. And I mean, it is gross. Now, that could actually be cannibals as well. Again, it's been a little while since I've seen it, but either zombies or cannibals grab this bad actor native and hold him down and they rip his eye out and it's so gross the way they do it cheap and cheesy looking but so gross um uh this movie is notorious for for poor scripting uh as well as scenes in the movie that they should have done one more take and we're talking about like the basics of making movies. It's like get your shots covered. I mean, get your coverage and move on. Here, uh, it, some of the things that are in this movie are just incredible. There's a man that that commits suicide by jumping out of a hotel building window, and when he lands, we, we see uh, a shot from up up above as the body falls, and you can immediately you can tell it's fake. Well, when the body hits the cement below, one of the arms pops off. Well, so, okay, so obviously it's it's like a plastic dummy. And it's like, you could have cut a split second earlier um, or did that take one more time? Because I'm guessing that plastic dummies don't cost that much. Uh, in another scene, a man gets his uh, throat slit and he's dead, obviously. And then right as the cameraman cuts, we see the actor blink. Uh, and same with there's a cadaver that gets his heart ripped out in a hospital. And right when the camera cuts, right as it's cutting the, the, the cadaver on the table, he blinks. And it's like, if you'd edited just a split second more or did one more take, you wouldn't have that issue. But again, that at this point, that adds to this movie's charm. And like I said, and people's names are pronounced wrong. It's, it's just hilarious. The music is low-rent goblin knockoff. But it's totally in tune with the movie that you're watching. It fits the movie perfectly, uh, and the time that it was filmed. It's if if zombie is the if Fulci's zombie uh, is the uh, the A-lister, then Contamination would be more of a B movie. This would be Z grade. This is this is scraping the bottom, and that's why I love the movie so much. Because uh, this one here could have almost been. Uh, they could literally have put this as a, a on a double bill with Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse movie. They could have either one of them could have made this movie 
and it would have worked perfectly because uh, especially uh, Robert Rodriguez's his zombie movie uh, Planet Terror this thing here just it has that feel it's dirty and it's scratchy and it's f- funny and things don't quite fit together because it wasn't filmed that good uh, but it all works so well uh, to make just this this ultimate gross Italian splatter movie some lines in the movie that that I howl at every time I watch it. Uh, Dr. Obrero, um, or O'Brien, whatever you want to call him. Uh, here's, here's a couple lines from him. He's got the, he's of course got the best lines in the movie because he's, he's the mad scientist and, uh, and just the crap that he spouts is just hysterical. But uh, he says, the patient screaming disturbs me. Performed removal of vocal cords. Um, I could easily kill you now. But I'm determined to have your brain, and and my best. I've been anxious to experiment with a male Caucasian brain. Uh, just some of some of the uh, some classics from from Dr. Obrero. Uh, it's amazing that this type of movie and Contamination and all of these movies that were filmed back then, they had, these were shot on 35 millimeter film, and and location like lots of shooting on location in the Caribbean, in New York City, in, in Italy, of course. And I'm just, imp- I'm impressed that that these low-rent movies, they traveled all over the place, and they went to the Amazon, and they went um, to, to different islands in the Caribbean, and they, they were all over the place. And for low-budget movies like that, I think that's really cool, especially, especially watching garbage like... Uh, the previous episode, the Hellraiser movies, the most recent Hellraiser movie, Revelations, I I believe was shot in someone's, there was a bar, there, basically a bar in a house. The bar scene, it looked like it was shot in someone's garage and probably the house that they were shooting at. Um, it's like, come on, give me a break. Uh, here, they're all over the place, and I love that. Uh, you know they're in New York City. There's There's Italian actors running around New York City, and there's Italian actors running around with bad makeup uh, pretending to be zombies in some Caribbean island somewhere. Uh, I just, I love it. I love the hammy acting. I love the fact that um, that it's so, so over-the-top gruesome, trying to top the last Italian movie that came out, uh, just trying to make make their mark in the horror world. And, uh, the, and the gore in these things is is funny because it's not like the gore that you see now in uh, in in horror movies where it's it's very realistic and very very um, like everything looks real. This stuff does not look real. When someone takes a bite out of someone's neck in these movies, uh, you know it's done in slow motion, and you know the zombie or the cannibal or whatever pulls away real slow, and the the skin is like stretching and then tearing, uh, but. You can tell it's rubber. It's totally rubber that they're biting into, and then the blood comes gushing out. But it's like red paint. It's not. It doesn't look like stage blood. It looks like someone got a couple gallons of paint, and that's what they're using. Uh, and and you know, more than likely, the you know, in these types of movies, there's always entrails all over the place. I would have a strong guess that that's real. Those are real entrails, or or at the very least sausages or something like that but i i am pretty sure that in these movies they're not creating 
fake intestines and going that. No, no, no. They're going the what's cheap and what can we get that's nasty and gross. Oh, here, let's get this big pile of cow guts and pour red paint all over them and then make uh, bad Italian actors stuff it in their mouths. <laughs> Just the way I like it. <laughs> so anyway, that's Zombie Holocaust. I love the movie. It's bad. It's really bad, but it's great. Uh, highly recommend the Blu-ray of it. The quality isn't that good, but that's okay. You're, it, it's not, it's not meant to be uh, looking like a brand new movie. It's, it's meant to look like a grindhouse movie, which is exactly what it is. Um, those are the two movies that I'm, I'm just focusing on today. Both of which I think that you should seek out. Uh, both of them have their, their, their charms to them. And if you like those, then there is a world of Euro horror out there just waiting to be explored and loved. Uh, I've got I've got piles of movies, long lists of movies uh, like this that I I love and adore for my own personal reasons. Some of which are just the fact that I discovered them at the local video store when I was 18 years old, and I had you know, back then. There was no internet back then. It was what looks cool. What what box looks cool? And let's just take a shot at it. That's how it was back then. And so that was how I found so many of these movies. I used to work at a video store for a number of years out of high school, and I would take home stacks of movies on on VHS. And it didn't matter what it was. I would just whatever looked good. I I'd grab. And that's how I discovered Lucio Fulci's. Zombie. That's how I discovered Make Them Die Slowly, also known as Can- Cannibal uh, Firo, which I'm going to be hitting on that at a later episode. I'm actually uh, hoping that that comes out on Blu-ray here from Grindhouse Pictures, that I could uh, re-watch that one and give a review on that one at, at a later date. So many of these movies uh, I discovered on VHS I'd never heard of. Another way that I used to find these movies was uh, through Fangoria. That was the only horror magazine back in the day, and so... And that was my internet. That's how I heard about these movies. Every now and then I would luck out in, in a, a Fangoria uh, episode, or issue, sorry, an issue would have a little write-up on something from Europe. Uh, and, and like, ooh, I, I, I gotta see that. And so that's where I, those, are the, those were my avenues for finding movies. And then in the back of the Fangoria magazines, there were these little tiny ads for, um, for, for VHS movies that, this is the only way you can get this movie at all uncut. Like Midnight Video was used to be another one. That's how I found uh, Fulci's uh, The Beyond. Uh, that's how I found Rabid Grannies, um, Cannibal Holocaust. That's the first the first time I ever watched Cannibal Holocaust was through them. So I used to, and it was mail order. You'd send in a check, and in about a month and a half, you just all of a sudden there was a package on your door, and there was a couple of VHS tapes in it, like just. No markings on it or anything. Just, just what you see is what you get, and it worked for me. That's how I. That's how I used to get my my movie fix. But anyway, check us out over on uh, Movie Freaks MF Pod. Uh, my buddy and I were talking all sorts of movies over there. It's always a good t- good time. Also, make sure that you give Cinema Sidekicks a listen to. They're over on iTunes. Uh, good group of guys. They talk about some cool movies. Give us their take on newer release stuff. So I always like to hear from them. And you can get a hold of me, Eugene-Weaver at Hotmail.com. I always like to uh, to hear 
opinions, comments, questions, uh, all that good stuff. So um, anyway, I hope you've enjoyed the show. We will uh, see you next time. Thanks. 